The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. I spoke to Mitch at the diner. He said you can start on Thursday. He won't give you a hard time. I'm not great at taking care of myself. Gets easier. Takes practice. And that's from Buffy. And are you good at taking care of yourself, of nurturing yourself, of getting the right amount of sleep? And what about all that that tension that you hold in your muscles? Do you ever consider just going in for a wonderful massage, a neuromuscular therapy, or just just relaxing for an hour? With me to discuss massage and sensuality and stress reduction is Gretchen Blaker Mason, who is a member of the Center for Sexual Health. She's on the team there at Psychological Centers, and she's a licensed clinical mental health counselor specializing in sexual and relational health. And she's been a licensed massage therapist for 15 years. And Gretchen also teaches human sexuality at the University of Rhode Island. So Gretchen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ellen. Many people just lose touch with themselves. You know, they're busy, they they get wrapped up in the day-to-day messiness of life, and they don't know how to take a little time out to nurture themselves, how to relax, and to value their body. And taking care of your body also helps you take care of your mind. So in what ways, you know, you've been a massage therapist for 15 years. In what ways does a massage allow you to get back in touch with yourself? Well, taking taking the time to receive a massage, even just taking that time is a real gift. And, and allowing oneself to be in that really truly receptive state to tune into the subtleties of information in the body. Unless we really pause and stop to access that information, we miss out on a lot. So there's a lot of um, the experience of massage in some ways can be like an inch-by-inch inch awareness of pleasure or tuning into where things are tight. And it can be a very therapeutic environment because it's, it's safe. It's a safe environment to let go. So it's really a gift to yourself. It's like you're Mm -hmm. learning about a different aspect of yourself. I do something very similar. It's the Alexander Technique, but yeah. and I also go for massage therapy. And once with the Alexander Technique, I was wondering why my face, you know, how do you release tension in your face? You know, uh-huh. some, much of us, we carry it there. And when we started to work on that and just to release the muscles, to think mm-hmm. about relaxing the forehead and the, the cheekbones and the rest, I immediately had a psychological connection to, oh my God, I have family members who take tons of pictures and I'm one of them too, but I always had to smile for pictures and that fake smile Mm -hmm. came from always saying, look at the camera, smile, and I wasn't feeling happy and so I forced a fake smile and my, that was a psychological breakthrough. Where? Through something like massage. So Interesting. Yeah, it was very, very, and I've heard that, and you must see it if you've been doing this for 15 years, that you hit a certain part of the body where people are holding a lot of tension, and it's not just muscular tension, honey. No, no, it's not. No, there's there's really, um, our our emotions and memories are in our muscles. Yeah, not literally, but that's what we've we've held them that way. Right. Well, even... Um, even, there are neurochemicals that, that they're released in the brain, but they flow throughout the body. Right, right. And there are receptors, the 
most dense receptors are around the, the abdominal area. So sometimes if, you know, if we're nervous or excited or, you know, that, or we get a gut feeling, you know, that we have, you know, kind of terminology to describe um, the sensation right. around our belly. And the field of psychoneuroimmunology has provided information and understanding about how, you know, how we're integrated and, and how everything is really connected. Um, so if we think about, you know, identifying ourselves as kind of, you know, just being in our brains, um, you know, and we, we kind of miss out on tuning into that information right in the rest of ourselves right and people see that i mean in therapy when somebody hits a really important uh really deep down topic sometimes the Mm -hmm. leg shakes a mile a minute and it wasn't you know a moment before they were talking about that and so our bodies do speak to us and we need to learn uh how to listen to them i'm wondering you know as a massage therapist how do you create a relaxing environment Mm -hmm. um well, safety is is number one. That's priority because there's really no letting go or relaxation without safety. So that that would start with a conversation, um, you know, with a client about about their needs and and really being attuned and responsive um, to to what a client is needing. Um, also, in terms of a physical environment. Um, I've done some traveling over the years and have, have visited different, um, you know, spas or, or massage clinics. And we kind of take something, you know, take something from each place, for example, um, about what was important in my experience to me. And, and I try to create it um, in the space that I have. Um, so, for example, um, I've been to a spas in Europe, in, in Germany, Austria, um, Sweden, and they're were different things that I, I can't bring in, into this environment. For well, for example, in Germany, um, what I remember about about that experience is that the spa was. Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. Thirty seconds. That's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. Oh, I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. <laughs> Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Well, for example, in Germany, um, what I remember about, about that experience is that the spa was you know, it wasn't just an hour or two. It was a half-day experience. And there were a group of um, older women sitting in the steam room just talking about recipes and talking about what they're going to plan for, you know, for dinner. So it was um, it, it was different in the way that people experience a spa um, yeah. in American culture, where it's, it's very individual and people don't talk to one another. There, it's, it's, it's social, and they connect with others, and they're, they're meeting you know, their social needs. So that was interesting. Um, in a spa in Ireland, a uh, Dromelin Castle that I stayed at, they they gave out these decadent fruit fruit skewers and little smoothies and and just the little things about having a little you know nourishment, you know, healthy nourishment. Right. Um, 
can help yeah, help you exactly. relax. So how could yeah. how could someone use the same methods at home? You know, creating mm-hmm. a relaxing environment to reduce their own stress. Some small steps. Sure. Um, so creating um, a space that you know isn't cluttered and and um, you know turning the TV off or, or you know or the computer and thinking about what kind of environment. Um, is relaxing, you know, what kind of music or, you know, of course, the, you know, the lighting, um, thinking about what's soothing to the senses. So, um, so having a favorite aroma or essential oil or, or smell, it's amazing how that can, you know, can affect a whole experience. Right. And even if you took 10 minutes or five minutes out of your mm-hmm. day and just mm-hmm. listened to the music, just sat and listened in a chair that you like mm-hmm. or relaxed or put on some hand creams or something, you're nurturing yourself. So listen, um, I, I, now I want to go out and get a massage. Um, <laughs> how, how could people get in touch with you? I'm speaking with Gretchen Blake or Mason um, if they're interested. Sure. I have a website. Um, com. Okay. And yes, it's a Swedish word meaning healthy living. Okay. H-A-L-S-O-S-A-M.com. Thank you so much for joining us today, Gretchen. Thank you, Ellen. And I think that is so fascinating to be able to go to spas around the world in Germany and in Ireland and just to see how other cultures, other countries uh, treat sensuality or uh, just focusing on the body. How do you nurture yourself? And for any of you listening, ask yourself today, what could I give myself? What could I do? Would I like a different aroma in my house? Would I like music? Would I like to clean up some clutter someplace and make my home environment a little more welcoming? For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. To be told by your romantic partner what it is about you that they adore offers an irreplaceable value when it mirrors your self-image. Notice that you can't get visibility by being with someone whose character is fundamentally different from your own, a co-worker you despise, a date with whom you have nothing in common. Such a person's way of coming at the world is alien to your own. You will not feel an affinity for them or experience a reflection of yourself, and you certainly won't feel any romantic attraction. To act as your mirror, another person must share important values. It is no accident that one of the most painful complaints you can make about your partner is, he or she makes me feel invisible, unimportant, like I don't exist. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at amazon.com.